Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. This eating-like blessing was a promise that God gave man. We've been in this series, and I'm going to give you like six points of contact that I want you to connect to to allow yourself to refresh before we step into the next, you know, we're going to be starting brand new series. We're going to be, we're actually going to be starting over, amen? But as we get ready to go in this brand new series, I want to kind of close the door on this so you could remember how much the power of the blessing means to you and your family. And one of the most important things I think you can do with this revelation is you can apply it to your life. That's one of the greatest things that I see. So we understood what took place, and we're going to go over all these points, but we understood this. Number one, that the blessing is the Eden-like condition that God wanted me and you to have when we started this thing. That's what we've been talking about. Week after week after week, we've been learning. God, this is where God put me. So if God puts you here, stay there. If God wants you there, that's your place. But now what I got to understand is this, this Eden-like condition that was given to me and you, or the blessing, number one, we learned last week, we had to appropriate it through faith. That means with faith, I acknowledge that it's part of my future harvest, it's part of my life, it's part of what I can have, it's part of what I can do. And today, I'm gonna take you through one, two, three, and then we're gonna go look at four, five, and six. The back end of this is all about you speaking out of the blessing. Now, this is very important. God, God said, Jesus said, in Deuteronomy 28, I command the blessing. So there's something about speaking in line with the blessing of God. It's very, very important because one of the things you see with this, if you're not careful, is death and life is in the power of the tongue. So if you allow your tongue to connect to life, you can change your situations and your circumstances. But I promise you this, if you allow your tongue to be connected to death, the curse, you, you basically got to realize this. Death is part of the curse, and life is part of the blessing. So when he said death and life is in the power of the tongue, they that love it, they'll eat the fruit thereof, he was saying, blessed is the life tongue, cursed is the what? The, the Cursed is the death tongue. So you got to realize you're coming out of one well or the other. So you have to make sure you speak in line with the blessing. So I want to give you some of these, these points, kind of run them over with you, kind of recap kind of refresh, but kind of really get you to understand the system of the blessing. Amen? Because you got to remember something about this thing. Speaking the blessing to release it is the key. Write that down. Speaking the blessing to release it is the key. And I, and I want you to kind of see this. So we're going to just look at this. This eating, eating type blessing is the promise God gave man. The system is God's way of doing things. Now, you're going to just write that down, Okay? Now, you got the first part, speaking the blessing to release it. If I speak it, I can release it. But now here's the thing. I want you to get this. This Eden blessing is the blessing that God wanted on man in the beginning. Is the promise God gave man. The system is God's way of doing things. Okay? Now, did you get that? So now this Eden-like blessing is what God wants for man. You got that? Write that down. The Eden-like blessing. The Eden, you understand what I'm saying? You guys are catching me, right? The Eden-like blessing is the Eden-like blessing is this. You wake up one day and go, what does God want from me? 
the Eden blessing. Now, the ble- when I say the blessing of Eden, you understand, it's what God wants me to have on man. It's Deuteronomy 28, all the blessings of God. But watch this. The Eden blessing is what God wants for you, okay? But now you got to understand something about this. This is the way he does it. Now I'm going to read it one more time, and I want you to catch this, because if you miss this, it's going to be hard to retract these steps. The blessing is the promise God gave man. The system is the way God does things. Man, you better pull that in. That's good. I'm going to say it again because I know some of you, you're with me. The, the blessing is the promise God gave man. Abraham figured out Romans 4, Hebrews 6. He talks about the blessing, the blessing, the blessing. That was the promise God gave man. But the system is the way God does it. The system. What's God's system? God's system is not your system. God's system is not my system. God's system of doing things is different than the way me and you do it because God's system is God. God calls those, oh my God. God calls those things that be not as though they were. That is not the system of man. The system of man is call it the way you see it. Call it the way it looks. Call it the way it feels. Call it the way you think it's going to be. No, 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 no. Call those things that be not as though they were. Faith has a voice that could see beyond the circumstances. Faith has a voice that sees beyond the situations. Faith has a voice where other voices cannot go because faith is connected to the system of God. And that's what he's saying. He said, look, man, he, can you imagine this? He takes man and he goes, I bless you. What in the world? He said, I, he said, Go be blessed. And once he blessed him, he multiplied, he fruitful, his enemies are falling down because the power of the blessing was God's system of doing things. You know what God did? He threw Isaac out in the middle of nowhere with the blessing, and the blessing prospered him. He threw Joseph out in the middle of nowhere, and the blessing prospered him. He threw people out in the middle of the, Paul had the blessing on. It's the empowerment of God to do things with God's ability. You seeing this? So he said to you, be blessed. And once he said, be blessed, you got the access to do the things of God. That's right there in a nutshell What you guys got to pull in and notice this blessing's got power. But, but here's the thing. If I don't speak, you could, you could short circuit it with your mouth. You over there, well, you know, and I know how some of you do. Well, well you know, that ain't for me. I don't care. I, that ain't for me. That's for, you know, super, super Christians. The super Christians get that. That ain't for me. You know, I, 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 I'm I, a super, super Christian. I hush your mouth, the super Christian. And this is for a baby Christian. He said, the blessing came on you in Christ Jesus. If you're born again, the blessing's for you. Amen. You know, oh, yeah, that's for a goody two-shoes Christians. They get all the good stuff. No, they don't get nothing. You can't get this by works. You get this by faith. If you're working for it, you're missing it. You got to receive it. Amen. You got to command it. You got to speak it. So write these down. I'm going to give you a bunch of these. They're going to help you in a minute. The way God brought about his blessing ending the earth was by speaking it. You better write that down. Did you get that? So now the blessing is the promise God Gave man. So that's what the garden happened right there with Eden, right? He's like, hey, I'm going to give you the blessing. Adam jacked it up because Adam committed high treason. He sinned, gave it all up. Jesus came back, put it back on us. So now how do we operate in Christianity? 
We operate in the system of the blessing. Now, the blessing, now let me show you something about the blessing. The blessings, you see it everywhere. Give. That's part of the blessing. That don't make no sense naturally. That's God's system. Give, and it shall be given to you. Lay hands on the sick. That's God's system. That's God's system. That don't make no sense neither. Lay hands on sick people, they recover. That don't make no sense. That's the system. Speak the word. Speak the word. Talk to mountains. Why don't we get some dynamite and blow up mountains? He said, no, speak the word to the mountain. Tell the mountain it's got to go and it'll go. Speak the word. You're over there, you're over there telling me what it is. Why don't you, why don't you stop telling me what it is and tell, call those things that be not. Remember we just talked about it? That's God's system. God's system. Bless them that curse you. That's God's system. Do good to them that despitefully you. That's God's system. If you want the blessing, you got to live in the system. If you get out of the system, guess what? You step out of the blessing. Now watch what I'm showing you this, because this is important. Because a lot of people, well, hey, no, Pastor Chris, I don't know how bad I want it. You Trust me, you want it a lot. You're going to need it a lot more than you think you're going to need it. And that's the problem with the church. Church, well, you know, I don't know how bad I want it. Every time I challenge you to change your lifestyle, you got to make a decision how bad you want God's promises. Did you get that? Every time... I challenge you to understand this stuff. You gotta figure out how bad you want it. You either want it or you don't. I know, amen me. I get one amen and a half a patty cake in the back over there because the bottom line is ain't no, yeah, it's true. It's true. Because that's why we now who hallelujah. You know, we having a shouting service. Hi, yes, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now you got to give up something. I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't need it. I can live without it, God. I can live without it. No, 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 no. You got to get serious about this stuff. You can't live. See, the promises of God keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. The promises of God, tell, tell me what I could say, how long I could say it. The promises of God shut my mouth up. The promises of God. Yeah, now you, how about you want you sometimes you gotta sit there and just, you know, it's funny. I was I was talking about we were we were given we were given an assignment. You know, I gave everybody I gave everybody an assignment. Not a lot of you guys know what I'm talking about, but some people know what I'm talking about. I said, you were given an, a spiritual assignment. And uh, I know some of the people were just probably like, I ain't gonna do that goofy assignment. And I said, Well, you're telling on yourself already that you don't follow instruction. You know what I'm saying? Like if you get given an assignment, see this is what I'm saying, order. God gave you an assignment. So they got this assignment, right? How I know whether they're doing the assignment or not? I don't know. I, there, ain't no, there ain't no quantification to tell. Like, you know, if I task you guys to do, go read a book or go listen to a series, how do I know what you're listening to? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But, but guess what? So I, I say, you know, it was funny. And then, you know, maybe some of them ain't. I don't know. But I said, well, number first thing I asked myself was, how serious did I take it? I took it serious. Then there's people around me, I said, how serious do you take it? I said, you realize that not following the order has just revealed to you you're out of order? You, you can you imagine this? And everybody, ooh, let's get deep. No, let's just, we don't got to get that deep to figure out we messed up. So now we're looking at simple stuff. Now think of this, though. This is what I'm trying to tell you. This is simple. I'm a human being. You could touch me. You can see me, you can hear me, you can get in my atmosphere, and you can't follow that, and now you're going to follow a God who you cannot see, 
Can I hear? Can, can I touch, taste, or smell? Give me a break. No. And that's what happens. We become desensitized to the system that God gave, and now we're like, why ain't it working? Well, I got a question. Can you get back to the blessing? Stay in the blessing and stay in the order of how God does it. This is how God does it. Now, listen, what, what am I trying to show you here? Okay? It's the system. God brought his blessing into the earth by speaking it. Everybody write that down. God brought the blessing into the earth by speaking it, speaking it, speaking it. That's why God made you a speaking spirit. You know, one of the translations of Genesis where it says God blew life and man became a living spirit soul, uh, uh, you know, and that's, I think that's like Genesis 2.8 or something around there, right? It says, and God blew life into him. And when he blew life, man became a living soul. So remember we talked about that? When spirit when in the body, soul was created. Remember we talked about that? So he blew life. One of the Hebrew translations says, and man became a speaking spirit. Why did you have to become a speaking spirit? Because without words, you can't enforce the blessing. Without words, you can't enforce. Listen to me, guys. There's a golden nugget right there. Without words, without words, you cannot enforce. Without words, you can't enforce the blessing. So if you can't enforce the blessing, how, what good is it? So you got to have words. So let me ask you a question. What have you been saying? What have you been saying about your future? What have you been saying? Now, this is the problem with the church. We don't know how powerful our words are, and we think, well, you know, we, we, know, we play around at the house all the time. You know, we always say, ain't no kidding in the kingdom. The kids yelling at one another, saying ugly things, you know. Brothers and sisters, you know how that goes. You know, you ugly, you this, you that. And they goofing off, screaming about something. And I said, and they're like, oh, I, so I, I try to cut it off. You know, cut that out with your mouth. And they, oh, I'm just kidding. I said, ain't no kidding in the kingdom. You can't kid in the kingdom. You say, well, Pastor Chris, you can't have fun. You know what I'm going to say to you? At the expense of your destiny, have a different kind of fun. Don't say stupid stuff. Just go, 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 I don't know, throw water balloons at one another or something, but don't go word cursing your life. You know what I'm saying? I'm being serious, man. You got to get serious about this thing. You got to get real serious about this. You guys watch it, you better pay attention. You got to get serious about this. Like, well, I'm halfway in, and you're going to get halfway results. Get all the way in on this thing. You got to get, guys, you got to get all the way in on this thing and realize that the more you get to a place where you go, look, man, I'm going to make sure my mouth lines up to the blessing, and that's close to the word of God. You understand what I'm saying? But here's the principles that I think are huge, and I'm going to give you these things so we recap them and we just keep going over them because no, there's no problem with this. This is good stuff, right? He took, he took the word of God and planted it in the earth. Okay, that's how God did it. And once you grab that word, that word changed your life. So here we go. I'm going to give you six factors, and you know where this all started from. Okay, Deuteronomy 28 is probably where we're going to stay a lot. So let's just go look at Deuteronomy 28 and 1, okay? Look at Deuteronomy 28 and verse 1. Look right there, and I want you to write this down, okay? The first thing we have to start being aware of to remind ourselves of we must be aware that the commanded blessing exists. Write that down. The commanded blessing exists. Write that down. That's the first thing. That's the first thing we got to do. Write that down. The commanded, the commanded blessing exists. Okay? That's important. We've got to speak this blessing, and we've got to realize the command. Look what it says here. Right? And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt what? 
hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. See it? See it? This is pretty good, ain't it? Look at this, right? This command, right? What, what's it say? It says, hearken diligently the voice of the Lord God to observe to do all his commandments which I command thee this day. Then the Lord will set thee high above all the nations of the earth. You see it? You see it? He said, I'll set you high above all the nations of the earth. He said, this day, if you'll hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God and you'll obey to observe to do his commandments, he said, he'll put you high above all the earth. That's God's idea. That wasn't my idea. That wasn't you. Some of these people you're looking at going, God, I thought you had the wrong idea. They look like ding-dongs to me. I don't know why you want to put this, this guy above the nations of the earth. Why would you want to do that? God said, don't worry about who I promote and demote. That's my business. That ain't your business. Amen? So if God wants to put you high above the earth, take it. I got to know the commanded blessing is for me. So keep reading. Look at verse 2. We're going to read a little bit, right? It says, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. You see it? You see it? If that, if it's the blessings of God shall come on you and overtake you, if you hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord thy God, well, wait a minute. What, what happens if I'm not a good heart, well, a good hearkener? <laughs> what a goofy word, right? Hearkener. Hearkenest thou? Hearkenest thou unto my voice? No. Pay attention, silly. Come on, slap your neighbor. Just don't touch him. Air slap him. Slap your neighbor. Come on, slap your, come on, <laughs> slap your neighbor. No, no, don't hit nobody in here. Get in control. That's why we got security, right? Slap your neighbor. Slap your neighbor. Come on, slap your neighbor. Touch your neighbor. Touch your neighbor. Tell him two more minutes. Two more minutes. Come on, tell your neighbor two more minutes. The other day, uh, the other week, the kids were in here. I was laughing. Man, I got, I got, I was having a good old time. The kids were in here. They were talking about Jonah. You know, I was preaching. I wasn't preaching. They were preaching about Jonah. The kids, you know, the daycare kids came over. And man, I started cracking up because she was getting at it with Jonah, you know, and Jonah, you know. And I was walking around the church. I said, I said, and I started preaching to myself happily. I told you this, but it was funny. God got me comical. I started preaching sermons about Jonah all through the whole way. I said, and Jonah, and Jonah went to Nineveh. And he was in Nineveh. He was hiding out. He didn't want to go. Touch your neighbor. Touch your neighbor. Tell your neighbor. God will find you where you're at. Touch him now. Hallelujah. I had to get that out. I feel good about it. I mean, you feel good about it? Sometimes you got to just let it out, you know, how to good get out. But think about this, right? It's funny, but think about this. Isn't this true? Isn't this true? How, how, how diligently are you listening? That's a big time word. And these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if, always contingent, if, if you do your part, God already said my part's done. See, the question is never God. The question is never God. If you're questioning God, you need, you need help. <laughs> I'm telling you, I love you, but I please help you. I can help you as well as I can. But if you people are questioning God, you need the help. God's questioning you. If you can do it, don't worry about what I can do. I can do all things. I'm God. If you can what? If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Now look at this next verse. Look at this next verse. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Blessed, you're going to be in the city, and blessed, you're going to be in the field. You see that? What is he saying? He's saying this. Everywhere you go, man, some of you guys think this is a geography lesson. It is not. It don't make a difference where you go. You're taking the blessing with you. That's how Isaac sows in the famine and flips it. He don't care about nothing. God said, put the seed in the dirt. He said, there's a famine here. He said, don't worry about it. When the blessing shows up, the famine's over. You know what I'm saying? 
That's what he was telling Peter. Remember we talked about that last week? He said, the toil ends over when the blessing shows up. He tells him, he said, where do I throw the net? He said, throw the net in the concrete. I'm telling you right here now, if Jesus Christ would have looked at Peter and said, take the net and throw it on top of the roof, fish would have been flying up the building. <laughs> He's God, man. You limited him what you believe he can do. You need to cut it out. Blessed shall be in the field. Blessed, you're going to be in the city. You're going to be blessed everywhere. Look at this next verse. Keep going. This is good. Now, you got to understand the commandment. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body. That's your kids. Come on, we've been here. Blessed shall be the ground, whatever you do, whatever you put your hand to, your business, your bank account, your house, your cars, your stuff, your business, whatever. That's why some of you need to go start a business because it's waiting for you, man. It's waiting for you to increase. Go. So good. Blessed shall be your body. Blessed shall be your basket. Bless everything you touch. Blessed. Bless, 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 bless. So look at the next thing. You don't like this one. And then God what? Blessed shall be when you come, and blessed shall you be go. Say, coming and going, you blessed. I'm telling you, man, that's huge. Because sometimes in life, when you leave something, you don't leave blessed. When you come into something, you don't come in blessed. God said, when you do the kingdom stuff, you coming and going blessed. Look at this next verse. The Lord shall cause your enemies. Now this blessing, now this ain't about money. Now this blessing is destroying your enemies. Because you want to know what the blessing is? It's covenant. That's what it comes down to. It's based in covenant. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way, and they flee in seven ways. My God in heaven, did you get that? Look at this one. Look at this one. Keep going. My God in heaven, this one's going to be good. Look at this, look at this, look at this. The Lord shall cause your enemies. Look at the next one. He said this. He said, I'm going to command something to happen to you. Ooh, you better get ready for this one. Look at this. Man, I'm telling you what. I promise you this. The Lord's going to do what? He's going to command the blessing. I shall command. Look at that. Look at that. You see that? You see that? Look at it. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in your storehouse and all your set is your hand to do. The Lord shall. Look at this. Look at this. The Lord shall command the blessing upon you and your storehouse and everything you got, the commanded blessing. Now write that down. I got to expect the commanded blessing. That means, man, God, we must be aware of the commanded blessing that it exists. That's why you pour your life into taking time about learning about God's blessing and walking in his favor. You got that? I'm blessed. Now let me tell you something. Like this morning, right? I'm conscious of the blessing. So now I'm really being careful to pay attention. So I'm in the, I was on the phone. I had, a, I had a, like a conference thing. I'm on the phone. I'm driving. And while I'm driving, I'm buying coffee. And I go to the window. You know what I mean? And I'm doing something. I'm on this conference call. And, and all of a sudden, I get to the window and go pay my thing. And this is something silly, but it was good. But I'm going to pay the thing. And I go to pay the thing. They're like, oh, somebody bought the coffee in front of me. I was like, well, God bless him. I don't know who it was to this day. God bless you. But I, I'm on this conference call. And I got this thing muted. But I made sure everybody knew uh, the blessing's working. Now, that's arrogance, but I want to make sure God knew I was grateful. See what I'm saying? You got to acknowledge the blessing working in your life to get it to work more. See what I'm saying? So I was like, praise God. I just got some coffee. Free coffee. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. They're looking at me like, where does this dude come from? The lady in the window. She don't, I don't care. That's God. See, the problem with some of you is this. You don't acknowledge God in the little things. Why is he going to do big things? Acknowledge them everywhere. Believe them, okay? 
So you got that, number one? I got to expect. So write this down. If you wrote, however you wrote it, write this. I ex- number one, expect the commanded blessing. If God commanded something, that means it's got to work. Start expecting it. Remember last week we talked about you got to have faith for it? Because if you ain't got faith for it, why in the world is God going to do it? Number two, this is big. You got to believe this commanded blessing belongs to you. Amen? That's Psalms 45 and 2. We must believe the commanded blessing belongs to us. Okay? You can do it if we base our belief upon the word of God. That's the most important. If you don't base your belief upon the word of God, you're going to have problems. Look at Psalms 45 and 2. You see this? Look at this. Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into thy lips. Therefore, God hath blessed thee forever. You're blessed forever. The blessing ain't coming and going. The blessing is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm telling you what, you got to get that, you got to pull that in, you got to supernaturally brainwash yourself to the blessing. Now, I I got it, but now I got to what? I got to expect it in my life. I got to apply it through my, every day, get up and expect it. Now, somebody's going to say, well, you know, you're you're being a little bit too much. Nah, you ain't being nothing. You're being positional, right? We must believe the commanded Blessing belongs to us. Watch what. We could do that. You base your beliefs upon the word of God, and the Bible's filled with scriptures to support this truth. Didn't Ephesians 1 and 3 say it? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us. Look at it. Blessed be the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. In Christ. How in the world are you going to have all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ and not know that God said, I bless you with all spiritual blessings. If you didn't know all spiritual blessings were laid up for you, then guess what? You better know now. Now here's the thing. If you don't make an atonement of this thing in your mind, you got to command, you got to understand, you must believe the commanded blessing belongs to to you. Now that's got to be appropriated because here's the thing. It could be in the Bible but the bottom line is this. If you don't make it yours, you're never going to receive it. And that's the thing people don't get. People think all the time like this. Well, you know, the Bible says it. Bump what the Bible says. And I said that and you're going to hear it again. Bump what the Bible said because you're going to, I know, I'm catching your attention because you're all, bump what it said. It doesn't work unless you believe it happens for you. Now that ain't rude. I love the Bible. We love the word of God. You understand? But like, ooh, the Bible said it. Then you ask people, well, if the Bible said it, is it for you? You know what they say? I don't know. That ain't the answer. The Bible says a lot of stuff. But the only stuff out of that Bible you can get for you is the stuff you believe that's written about you. So that's what happens. Everybody, ooh, the Bible said. Okay, good. Do you believe it? No. When pressure hits your life, we're going to see what you believe. This is what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. Oh, you know what the Bible said. Well, have you appropriated the Bible for you? Now, I'm telling you now, this is where the rubber meets the road. Like, I can mentally agree with it and say, ooh, I agree what it says, but I cannot accept any of it without faith. You can't get it. That's why Hebrews says this, now faith is the substance 
of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen by it. The elders obtained a good report. We understand the world was framed by the word of God, and they what? We see that they, but 11.6 says, without faith it's impossible to please him, for he that comes to him must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You can only activate this word by faith when you take faith and put it in the word. How, do you have, write this down, do you have faith for the blessing? Do you have faith for the blessing? I'm asking you, do you have faith for the blessing? Have you designed a life that knows that I'm blessed when I come? I'm blessed when I'm going. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed when I'm coming. I'm blessed when I'm going. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed. I'm blessed up. I'm blessed down. I'm blessed all around. You got to expect it. Now, here's the thing. You got to have faith for it. Now, I know. Now, you got you to put faith in that commanded blessing. Did you get that? Come on, man. Just because the Bible says it doesn't mean you're going to get it. You know, because they all singing that song. You know, hanging in there. The Bible says it's so. Okay, good. I'm a, I'm a great, 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 wonderful. But how much of that Bible do you believe is true for you? That's the difference. Look at three. Three. You got to speak the blessings over our life continually. This is how you release it. Speak the blessings of God over your life continually, continually. That's 2 Corinthians 4.13. You know this stuff, right? The apostle Paul was quoting King David when he said this, we have the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believe and therefore I speak. I have spoken we also believe, and therefore we speak. What were they saying? What, he's saying this, whatever you truly believe in your heart is what's going to come out of your mouth. Woo! Whatever's in your, that's, isn't that what it said? Either make the tree good or the fruit good or the tree corrupt or the fruit corrupt, for a tree is known by its fruit. Out of the abundance of the heart, let the mouth speak. Ain't that true? So sooner or later, what's coming up out of your mouth comes in your heart. What's coming up out of your mouth was in your heart, right? This, in other words, if you truly believe the commanded blessing of God is upon your life, you're going to speak it continually. Write that down. If you truly believe the commanded blessed of God, blessing of God is upon your life, that is what you will continue to speak. That is all. You will continue to speak. You'll never speak outside the lines of the blessing. Look at Psalm, thir Psalm 35, 27. Look at this. Because God's, God's got pleasure. You're going to see it up here. Psalm 35. You're going to see it, right? Let them, let them shout for joy and be glad. You see it? You see it? That, the, 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 why? that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them continually let the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the prosperity of a servant. Let them shout for joy. Let them be glad. Favor, favor my righteous cause. Let them continue to say, let the Lord be magnified. Let them continue to say, let the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the prosperity of a servant. What? Continue to say, let them continually say, the Lord has what? Pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Let them continually say, keep it coming out your mouth. Keep speaking the blessing. You'll start attracting the blessing. Think about that. The, uh, listen, what were they trying to get you to understand? If you truly believe in the commanded blessing of God upon your life, you're going to speak it out continually. Did you get that? You know what I mean? 
You're going to speak, because you know, you guys all know what James chapter 3 says, you know, and I, I've told you this, I taught you this, I'm telling you now, I've taught you this, you know what, we're going to go there in a minute, let's go there. Go to James 3, go to James 3, you can leave it in the King James, go to James 3, I just want to show you this, go to James 3 and 1, 3, 2, we'll start with 2 probably, okay, my, you can stay there. My, 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 it says, my brethren, look, my brethren, may many of you not become masters, knowing that you masters are going to be judged harder, okay? Greater condemnation is coming to them, okay? Now look at verse 2, look at verse 2, look at 2, look at verse 2. It says, for in many things we offend, but if any man cannot offend with the words of his mouth, this man's a perfect man, able to bridle the whole body. See that? You see that? You see what it says? For many things we offend. So your mouth's the offense. Your mouth offends people faster than your actions. Okay? Your, mouth, your actions just follow your mouth. So really, your mouth is the offensive tool. Okay? Many offend, not in word. The same is a what? A perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. So he said, he said this guy, he said this guy could bridle his whole body if he could bridle his mouth. I've been telling everybody, I said, if you can't keep your mouth, you can't keep your body. That's a tell on people too. Like this is, I shouldn't tell you all this because this is what I use on you so you might get smart one day. You know, I'm just like, oh my God, what's he saying? No, it's true. Like if you cannot bridle your mouth, you're never gonna be able to bridle your actions because it's a law. Now look what it says. I want you to see this. Look what it says about the bit and the horse. Behold, now he explains. What do you mean bridle your whole body? And I've been telling you this lately because words have been hot topic around here. We put, think of this, right? Look at this. We put a bit we put a bit, we put a bit, come on, we put a bit in the horse's mouth that they may obey. We turn the whole horse. We put a rudder in a ship, turns the whole ship. See it? Turn about it, whatsoever you want to go. Ludi says, you can keep going. Even so the tongue's a little member, it can light all hell on fire. Go back to verse 2 and look at this. Just meditate on verse 2 real quick, and I'm going to let you go. Look what it says. For in many things we offend. But if any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, able to bridle the whole body. So what did he say? He said, if you can keep your mouth, it'll steer your body. So let me ask you a question. What happens when your mouth starts speaking only the blessing? You find it. Just like the bit, it's a gravitational pull. God's a good God. He's blessing me. I'm the blessed. You, lead, you see what I'm saying? Hey, boat, go this way. You turn the wheel. Hey, horse, go this way. You pull the reins. Hey, life, go towards the blessed life. You speak the blessing. It, 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 it pulls you there. That's what he's saying. You want that ship to turn? You got to turn the wheel. You want that horse to go? You got to pull those reins. You want your life to go in a different direction? You got to change your mouth. The moment you change the words of your mouth, you change the course of your life. It's, it's a law. It's the law of confession. And that's why you got to keep your mouth connected to the law of the blessing. Because otherwise, then you're going to just speak out of the curse and it ain't going to bring you nowhere. It's going to be a big mess. Okay? So check this out. Right? Number five. This is a big one. Number five, write this down. Expect the blessing of God to manifest in some way 
every day of your life. Boy, that's expectancy, ain't it? Expect the blessing of God to manifest in some way every day of your life. You know, Jesus did this expectancy thing in Matthew 9, 28, remember? We're going to read Matthew 9, 28 and 29. Okay, you know what I'm saying? This is really cool because expectancy is the atmosphere for the miraculous. Expectancy is a place of faith for get God to do something. And when they were come, right? Remember he said, and when they're coming, two blind men came unto Jesus and saying unto him, said unto him what? Believe, look at that. And when they came unto him in the house, two blind men came to him and Jesus said unto them, do you believe that I am able to do this? And they said, yea, Lord, we believe. When he, what's he say? He said, according to your faith, be it unto you. See it? He said, look what he said. He said, do you believe? He said, yes. He said, what do you want him to do? He said, he touched their eyes and he said, according to your faith, be it unto you. He said, he came to two blind men came and said, are you able to do this? What was that? Well, how, what do you mean? What do you, need? you don't know what blind men, well, you see, they're blind. What do you, what'd you come here for, though? What do you, what do you, what'd you come here for? Well, what do you mean? Can't you see we're blind? Jesus like, no, you got to ask me. You got to have expectancy for what you want to receive. He said, I, we're blind. He said, we want to see. He said, okay, according to your faith. He touched her eyes. He said, according to your faith. According, what's going to happen when you got faith for the blessing every day? Man, you're going to pull that thing in. You're going to be running around town saying, that's the favor of God. That's the favor of God all my life. Expect. Everybody say it. Expect the blessing of God to manifest in some way every day of my life. Expect it, man. Put a demand on it. Let me ask you a question. These guys, the results they got were according to their what? Expectancy. <clears throat> If you're going to have, write this down, if you're going to have real Bible faith, you're going to have to have positive expectancy in life. You get that? I'm expecting it. Hope is confident expectation with joyful anticipation. Faith is a firm persuasion, a conviction based upon here. This is like, I'm just tracking it down. I'm a walking. Now, see, people are going to get mad at you. They're going to get mad. They're going to get so mad. Your goofy friends are going to get so mad at you. But I went to church today, and Pastor Chris, he was teaching on the blessing. And I'm blessed. I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed going in. I'm blessed. And you're going to start acknowledging the blessing. I'm blessed. That's the blessing working for me. That's the blessing. And now you're going to start speaking it and invoking it and exciting it and creating faith for it. And the next thing you know, guess what's going to happen? That blessing is going to start hitting your life. It's 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 going to start hitting your life. And the more it hits your life, the more you're going to give God going. Hallelujah. You're going to be in the shopping mall. Hallelujah. You're going to be in the car. Hallelujah. That's the God. That's the favor of God. That's the blessing. That's the glory. Glory. You're going to be like, you're going to be one of them Christians. Yeah, you know what you are? You're a grateful Christian. I'm telling you, man, I read, I read something today, man. Check this out, right? I've been, I'll give you point number six in a minute, but I want you to pull this in. Check this out. This is how good our God is, and you need to hear this. This is so good. God came in Philippians. God came to the earth as God and poured his godliness out and took on the form of man and had no problem submitting himself to that life so you can have the life to take on God. He, he poured it out and submitted himself. You know what the problem is with the church? You, when you become submissive, 
you become a better receiver. I'm submitting myself to what it says. Just submit. This submission thing is so huge because you never really accept your place until you become submissive, positive and negatively. Everybody always takes submission as a negative. You know what I mean? Like, oh, submitting is bad. Submitting, submitting is bad. If you submit, you're, somebody's going to control you. No, submitting is power. When I submit myself to this revelation of who God says I am and what I can do, boom, I start activating all this blessing, man. It starts going, whoo, it starts rolling. Look at this. Look at six. You're going to like six. Keep an attitude of gratitude. It shows God we're grateful and appreciate the fact that he commanded the blessing upon our life. Being grateful opens up unlimited doors of potential. Man, let me tell you something right here now. Appreciation never grows old. Right? When people give you appreciation, when people are thankful, when people are gracious, come on, right? Keep an overcoming gratitude. Thank God for the commanded blessing upon your life. Thank God for being faithful over your life. Thank God for doing everything he said. Empower that blessing. So what do we do? We know where that blessing came from. It came in the beginning. When God said, I want to bless you, it's covenant promise. It was the beginning in the garden. It was the life flowing milk and honey. It was the prosperity. It was the increase. It was the pro- it's the blessing's divine health. The blessings, divine health. The blessings, supernatural health. The blessings, clarity of mind. Everything that God wanted for mankind in the beginning was wrapped in the blessing of God. And now here we go. Ready? Here we go. We press right in to the promise and we start activating it by the words of our mouth. So we're keeping faith in the revelation. And now we're not going to say anything different than what the blessing of God says. It's a co- it's a confession. Um. I don't want to say it like that. I'd rather say this. It's a guard for your confession to stay right all throughout your life because I don't want to speak outside of what I've been created because whether you know it or not, the blessing of God is for you, and that's the big key because everybody's well, I don't, I don't I get it. You were born into it. That's not going. God birthed you into the blessing when you came into Jesus because it was in Jesus. Remember that scripture we read? Before the foundation of the world, it, the blessing was in Christ, and now he's got you hardwired for the blessing. So here's the thing you got to remember. Don't forget it. I know you guys got this. This is the bottom line, and this is what's going to, this thing will take you to the top. It was God's gracious gift for mankind, and it's what God wants you and I to operate when the Eden blessing was that man would be fruitful and live in dominion by aligning his thoughts with God's thoughts and his behavior with God's way of doing things. That's it right there. The Eden blessing is that, is that Deuteronomy 28, Genesis 1, the Eden blessing was that man would be fruitful and live in dominion by aligning his thoughts with God's thoughts and his behavior with God's, with God's ways of doing things. So God said this, the blessing was what? Fruitful, live a good life, in dominion, when you align your thoughts and your behavior, what God's like, that's the first place. Are your thoughts like God's thoughts about the blessing? Because this is what I keep trying to tell you, and, you know, I'm done, but this is what you got to remember. My ways are not your ways. That's not because you're silly. That's not because we're goofy. That's because this, God knows, not, you're not silly, you're not goofy, you're not messed up, you're not all over the joint. 
messed up. He's saying, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are, he said, elevate the way you think up to my level. The blessing's for you. Get a revelation of the blessing and live up to the standard of what Jesus got you and me on the cross when he went to Calvary on our behalf. I promise you this, it's the key to everlasting peace and joy in the earth. The blessing is an empowerment factor that Jesus wants to have, and it was from the beginning, and you wanna know what? I think Jesus seen it on Adam, and when it came off Adam, he kinda got mad about it, and he sent Jesus Christ to get it back, and when he got it back, he wants you to live up to it, expect it, and put an acknowledgement on it, and command the blessing. Take those six parts, apply them to your life, go slow with it, Take it day after day, moment after moment, and notice that these truths are going to transform your tomorrow if you allow these truths to become a consciousness each and every day. And if you get one element of this, just get this. I'm going to live a life expecting the blessing of God to take place in my life on a daily, and when I see it, I'm going to acknowledge it. If you take one part and you say, all right, Pastor Chris, there's a lot of stuff to digest. What do you want me to do? Know the blessings for me, have faith for it, speak the blessing in life, and then when a blessing shows up, give God gratitude. Have faith for it, speak it, and give God gratitude for it. That's three points right there. Wrap it all up. I'm going to have faith for the blessing, I'm going to speak the blessing, and then I'm going to keep the points of the blessing. When it shows up, I'm going to give God gratitude for it. I'm going to thank him for what he does, because he's always faithful to produce his promises and you know that's to be true. Amen? Come on, stand up on your feet. Lift your hands to heaven this morning. I pray today just bless you, bless me. You know, we're, I know we were kind of wrapping it up and uh, pulling it all together. I want to just pray for you, and I want you to know that God, I promise you this, God has so much for us, and I, this next couple months are going to be awesome around here. I promise you this summer is going to be so powerful. I'm really getting in this thing. We're going to be learning. Start. We're going to get a fresh start. We were learning about how God's not mad at us, and we're seeing this today. I want you to get a greater revelation of the blessing. I know God will do it through the Spirit of God. He has the power and the might to do it. Let me pray for you. Don't forget, stay updated what's going on. we got a lot of cool stuff happening this summer. I'm excited about it. I know you are. I'm pumped about where we're going. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this word. I thank you for the spirit of God making a way. Sometimes where they don't even see how this can happen, you can do it. Let the revelation of the blessing come upon their life. Let the revelation of the blessing be empowered in their life. Let the revelation of the blessing go forward in their life. And let it pave of truth. So number one, let us have faith for the blessing. Number two, let us speak the blessing of God constantly and continually in every moment of life. And number three, when the blessing of God manifests in our life, may we give you praise and the glory and the honor for what you're doing. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said amen and amen. Listen, guys, God bless you. I love you. We're going to see you. Don't forget, Wednesday night, be listening. We're tapping into a brand new season. We're starting over all next month. We're talking about it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be life-changing. And don't forget, get online. Wednesday night, 7, 9, and 10.30. We're here all the while, at, at live online, live online. You know where we are. And don't forget, 10.30 service, come be with us. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.